I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we have two more serious and normal news subjects to go over here at the top, kind of short, and then we're going to do a deep dive into the Vanderpump Rules wrapping up of season 10. Season 10 of this show has been the most explosive season of any reality TV show ever, I believe. And so because it has really made its way into the mainstream news, I wanted to cover its finale and encourage you guys to watch it if you're looking for something juicy to dig into. Anywho, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. So first up for today, we're going to discuss the Supreme Court decision regarding voting maps in Alabama. So it's been obvious for generations that voting maps were designed strategically to divide black communities in the South. That is no secret. And there's so much evidence behind that, that there's no need to dig through those specifics, get a history book, go to town. But in 1965, the Voting Rights Act was signed into law by President Lyndon Johnson. And this piece of legislation, quote, outlawed the discriminatory voting practices adopted in many southern states after the Civil War, including literary tests as a prerequisite to voting, end quote, according to archives.gov. So this is the law that was upheld just yesterday when the Supreme Court ruled that the new voting maps in Alabama were indeed discriminatory and that they cannot stand based on the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And this is why it is so vitally important that students are educated on the history of race in America. These discriminatory practices, of course, have deep roots in the foundation of our country but they also still exist and disrupt black lives today. And that is based on a ruling by a conservative majority Supreme Court. This is a fight that shouldn't have to be fought. And yet people are having to spend unquantifiable time, money and effort to stave off prejudice government practices here in 2023. So for our next story, Mike Pence finds his voice. So despite our analysis of his campaign ad having no mention of Donald Trump, which it didn't, Mike Pence has now boldly spoken out against his former boss on the subject of January 6th when his very life was in peril. In what is being described as a quote-unquote strong rebuke, Pence didn't split hairs or mince words. No. He said, quote, The American people deserve to know that on that day, 
President Trump demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. Now voters will be faced with that same choice. I chose the Constitution and I always will. I believe that anyone who puts themselves above the Constitution should never be president of the United States. End quote. Damn. Woo. So it's got to take some balls, you know, to stand up to such a formidable character such as Donald Trump and to present the truth of one of the most heated and terrifying days of your life. That is really brave to me. Political views aside, if this campaign serves no other purpose, it is a chance for Mike Pence to speak his truth about that day and hold Trump accountable for the violence and terrifying events of January 6th. He is coming out strong, but it's definitely a David and Goliath scenario if he were somehow to win this nomination it would be a shock to pretty much everyone involved okay and with that we are going to transition to talking about Vanderpump rules for the remainder of the episode so if you're not into it you're dumb for the week but this stuff is so juicy I don't know how anyone could not want to hear about it anywho Since it's Friday, I thought we would discuss this and there has been some movement. Things have wrapped up for the explosive Vanderpump Rules season 10. And this story is one that was picked up by CNN, the New York Times. It is pop culture that has really made its way into mainstream news. So let's jump into what exactly just went down. So you guys may have heard rumblings that the Vanderpump Rules reunion finale aired on Wednesday night was supposed to have some huge revelation in it that not even the cast members knew about. And it did, but the revelation was not as juicy as it had been hyped up to be. Raquel, aka Rachel, basically did a sit-down interview after the fact where she revealed that she and Tom had indeed been lying about the timeline of their affair. She said she was sick of lying and that, you know, this was really the only time that she showed any emotion about the ordeal. Essentially, Tom somehow thought it would be better to lie and say that they had slept together once in August and took this months-long break and then picked back up again once the filming had wrapped. But that was not what happened at all, as many of us had already suspected. They slept together in Mexico for Sheena's wedding, which is especially bizarre because they have explicitly denied sleeping together on that trip. And she actually made out with Tom's best friend, who is another cast member's husband, on that same trip. She also went on to reveal that she and Tom had slept together at Tom and Ariana's home while Ariana was away at her grandmother's funeral. Disgusting. Further, Tom kept lying about the Abbey night, saying that they were not sleeping together then, when it is clear now that they were, and they hadn't really taken a break. I think it's fair to say at this point that any sketchy thing we felt was going on probably was, and that Tom is an expert liar and gaslighter who wants to split hairs about dates and details and terminology rather than just address the enormous scandal parked right in front of everyone and take about accountability for his actions. Accountability looks like telling the truth, 
owning it and not arguing with people over details or holding anger towards people who did nothing wrong in the situation. He exhibited anger and hostility towards anyone who is mad at him for what he did. And that is not being accountable. Being accountable is validating people's anger, not arguing with them about it, period. I don't think Tom even really knows what the word accountability means. He just likes to throw it around to try to win arguments and call attention to other people's flaws in deflecting attention away from his own wrongdoings, which are beyond what anyone has ever done on the show in its 10-year history. He kept repeating and repeating throughout this final episode that nothing was going on with him and Raquel when they were seen out at the Abbey. But then that sit down with Raquel after the fact revealed that that was a complete lie. He screamed it over and over and over again in this episode, all while claiming he was taking accountability. It is truly sickening. Another huge red flag for me personally was how he kept repeating that he wasn't getting apologies out of Ariana. Um, Why are you counting the number of apologies in a relationship? It's not tit for tat, Tom. If she has done nothing wrong, then she owes you zero apologies. To me, that's a sign that he sees apologies as a type of currency in the relationship and that she owes him apologies to be in a balanced relationship. And by the way, that's never the case. Women have been apologizing when they are not wrong to appease and placate men for generations. I'm glad Ariana was standing up for herself when she knew she was not in the wrong rather than bending to his need to hear her bow down to him. Somebody made the point online that Ariana has probably been shielding the world from seeing who Tom really is this whole time. And after this episode, I know that that's the case. Now we will just have to wait and see who, if anyone, decides to sign back on for another season of this show. I think that every character, I I think, has said that they would sign back on. Maybe not Tom Sandoval. But every other character has said they would like to continue being on the show. So even past characters like Jax and Brittany have alluded to wanting to come back to the show. So season 11 could be juicier than ever, y'all. If you haven't ever watched before, it is all on Peacock. And I would suggest starting with season one, episode one, getting yourself a big vat of popcorn and buckling up for a bumpy ride. Enjoy. And that is is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Sometimes we feel tired, not because we've done too much, but because we have done too little of what lights the spark in us.